This is The Muster on a Thursday afternoon with Andy Muir catching up with Gareth Bainham out of Dairy NZ, catching up with the team from Dairy NZ every Thursday here on The Muster. Gareth, how's things? Really good, thanks, Andy. How are you getting on? I don't know whether I need to bring a scarf or a coat some days or some sunscreen. Stuff's all over the show weather-wise, but it's just typical spring. Oh, it feels like that out on farm, I tell you. Yeah, and the, the wind is just, yeah, it's, it's been a challenge too, hasn't it? As we look at the weather and start contemplating for next season, talking paddock selection as far as crop rotation, um, it's forefront for a lot of people. Yeah, that's right, uh, Andy. I, I think in Southland and Otago, you, you know, the old saying is you're either in winter or you're busy planning for it. So uh, right <laughs> now is that... <laughs> Right now, we've got that that time of the year. Um, you know, farmers have made huge gains in their winter uh, practices, wintering practices, uh, which has been awesome. And that really starts now, I think, with paddock selection and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, because a lot of people are going around on tractors now, just working up old ground. Obviously, they'll have a mental note of what they're looking at for next season. But it all comes down to what is best going to suit the synergies of your system. A great way of putting it, I think. Um, so we're, we're seeing those contractors just starting to get out and and spraying out some of those new crop paddocks for next winter. And now's the time to jump in there before the spray contractor arrives and uh, mark out those those high risk areas, those um, the CSAs, and and uh, keeping that at least five metre buffer from uh, rivers, lakes, wetlands, that sort of thing, drains. Um, yeah, and, and obviously, you know, you've got to keep stock out of those CSAs over winter. So um, really, the best way to avoid that being an issue is just not to put them in crop in the first place. What's the best way to mark out these situations in paddocks? Because a few years ago, it wasn't an issue. Yeah, well, that's right. You thought you'd, you'd had enough of the silly string and standards uh, now that winter's over. But that's what most guys are doing is just um, ripping out there with some pigtails and and just marking them out just so that the contractors know to, to stay away from those areas. I know it's a bit of a side note, but the greatest video I've seen this year was from the Crusaders um, once upon a time. The captain was doing the interview, and in the background, one of their officials, he spent at least 90 seconds or 60 seconds trying to put a bit of silly string on a pigtail, and he just couldn't handle it. If you find it on social media somewhere, it is well worth the giggle for a day just to show how ridiculous such a simplistic task it seemed. But our webinars on wintering will keep the wintering line going, Gareth, because it's something everybody is thinking about, as we alluded to and webinars is a great way of getting the messaging out there. Yeah, it is. It's a busy time of the year with mating just around the corner, so uh, we've we've got a webinar coming up on Wednesday next week. The details are all on the DairyNZ website uh, if you jump under the events page there. So it's uh, the theme is wintering in tight times. Um, so just uh, Dawn Valley, uh, Senior Scientist Dawn, is going to be giving us an update of the work that the, the hub has been doing, the Southern Dairy Hub, some incredible work there with wintering, comparing um, last year was, or this winter, just finished beet and, and grass and baleage. So we're looking at how those have stacked up from a cost and performance point of view, um, but also some of those environmental things. Um, we've got agronomist Brian Young from PGG Rights, and he'll be talking about what you need to get right in a tight year temptation is to maybe cut some corners and he'll just be pointing out areas you can save a bit of money in and areas that you really just shouldn't be cutting. Um, and then the, the best bit, um, you'll have a couple of farmers there just sharing their journey uh, with 
uh, grass and baleage wintering and, and cropping, what, what they're doing differently in a tight year and, and some of their tricks and tips. Grass and baleage wintering, Gareth. I spoke to a lot of people about this time last year who were keen to take it on. From your perspective at Dairy and Z, is this gaining popularity by the year? Yeah, it has. Um, it, it definitely has. One of the big risks, Andy, is um, cow condition. It's what farmers have been telling us. It's been a challenge if you've got some light cows. They they don't put on weight generally like you'd expect they would on, on, on a crop. Um, and I heard a great tip the other day from a farmer. He As he makes his silage, uh, um, he um, just paints the bales red, yellow or green. Um, green is, you know, just that traffic light system. Green suitable for... It's good quality baleage suitable for those light cows. Um, just a, a great tip because once it's wrapped, you, you know, you're always scratching your head thinking, now, was that good or was, was that the not-so-good baleage? Leave the pick-and-mix to the chocolates, you reckon? <laughs> yeah, that's dead right, Andy. Yeah. And another great tip, uh, this is from Brian, actually, was, was just the best way to save money on cropping is to, um, is to just get your paddock selection right and... And be looking for those um, those you know paddocks maybe with a bit better fertility or avoiding those boggy paddocks where you know they're high risk from an environmental point of view but high risk of not getting the yield as well. Yeah, one of these about featuring agronomists too, talking about getting the most out of crops in a tight year because same old story. We go through a situation in winter, we were wondering how the hell we're going to get through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and. You know, I, I think it's great to be able to hear from agronomists, you know, someone like Dawn as well, who's just got such a wealth of knowledge, Dawn Daly, um, and, and then obviously the farmers, just what they're doing differently and what they wouldn't cut in a tight year. Yep. So, Gareth, all information about these uh, webinars and the likes will be on the Dairy NZ website, no doubt, or the Facebook page? Yep, definitely. So 12.30 to 1.30, Wednesday the 18th of October, but jump on the, the website to get the Zoom. We'll be recording it, so if you can't tear yourself away from the, the back end of the muster, um, yep, you'll you still be able to catch up later. Good on you, Gareth. Always great to chat. You enjoy the week. Fantastic. You too. Thanks, Andy. Gareth Bainham out of Dairy NZ. Paul Corby from Beef and Lab New Zealand's up next, part of the Southern Farmer Council. Hour of the mile.